Let's go talk to Tyler Dunn, NFL insider. Go along TD.com. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. And Tyler, what do you take from Matt Rule being let go? And who do you think is the leading candidate to replace him full time? Well, it was bound to happen. I think when they're making desperate moves like they like they have been. I mean, really, the desperation out of Carolina started day one. They just have been on this constant quarterback carousel. Now he's eleven and twenty-seven. It was it's kind of a dead man walking here with a few losses. So I I don't even know where they turn as a franchise. I mean, I think they're just one of those teams that is going to have to absolutely uh, hit rock bottom to get better. You know, sometimes that that's a good thing. Look at the New York Giants. I mean, they clean house, and they don't even have the players they want in there yet. But they hired the right coach, the right GM. They're four and one. So, I mean, there there is a lane, there is a path toward uh, exiting the abyss here for Carolina. But as much as I've loved Baker Mayfield, and I I get it, doesn't have much help. You know, with the play calling, Ben McAdoo as an offensive coordinator, still stunned. That's a reality. And you know, the the weapons around him, eh, they're okay, but he hasn't played well. So I, I don't know a quarterback who's, who started as well as he did in his career has, has fallen as far as Baker Mayfield has. So the only answer when it comes to the Carolina Panthers, sadly, is to be really, really bad and start over. Originally, we thought the Cowboys were going to have an awful season after Prescott went down and that, you know, Sean Payton was the coach and waiting for McCarthy. Cowboys are 4-1. and one. That NFC East right now has the Eagles 5-0, and oh, Cowboys 4-1. and one. The surprising Giants, four and one. Washington, the Commanders, at one and four. So, who who do you think is the next head coach for Carolina? Who I I guess Sean Payton would be the hot guy out there doing his Fox gig right now. But uh, who are some of the uh, next list for head coaching candidates? You know who makes a lot of sense is Ken Dorsey. You know he was down there in Carolina for a while. I I don't, I don't know if he has a desire to to head back south. There's like this uh, two-way two-way highway between Buffalo and Carolina, between coaches and scouts and players, uh, since Brandon Bean came up to be the Bills GM. So it it make a lot of sense. I mean, at this rate, the Bills are going to win 13, 14, 15 games, get into the playoffs, they hope, make a run at the Super Bowl, and Ken Dorsey is going to be right up there. You know, who knows, a little tirade he threw up in the, the coaching booth We'll see if that works against him. I'm, I'm sure it doesn't help as much as players told me they loved it. Uh, but, yeah, on, on the field, X's and O's, you got to think they go offense, right? I mean, they've, they've got to go offensive heavy, and, and he's familiar to an extent with, with the team, with the area. Um, I guess that's the name that jumps to me right now. How about the Rams at 2-3? and three? Super Bowl hangover or just a balanced NFC schedule uh, with a powerhouse AFC on the other side? You know what's crazy? I mean, they were they were one of those last teams into the dance last year. We tend to forget. I mean, they didn't even win a game through the month of November, I believe. Matthew Stafford led the league in picks. Um, they, I get it. They won a Super Bowl. You can't take that away from them. But we tend to forget sometimes how these teams get in. And, and they, they won just enough at the end to sneak in, but they weren't this powerhouse team. You know, the, the, the whole dream team angle was so overblown. I mean, I get it. They they made the move for Von Miller, Odell Beckham, but that's not why they won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl because Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, two homegrown players, made, made big-time plays. I, I just don't know. I, I, I guess you and your listeners probably know better than anybody. Matthew Stafford, to me, is, is 
still Matthew Stafford. I, I you know, he, if he throws that interception to Jaquiski Tart in the NFC Championship game, the whole narrative around him is flipped. Um, and he's just going to be that guy that you know he can get hot, he can he can win a game, he can put together a fourth quarter drive that thrills. But he's still going to get hurt. He's still going to make some backbreaking mistakes. He's he's not like some of these other quarterbacks who just rise the tide and lift everybody around around him. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. He's not terrible, uh, but I think he's probably a little overrated, and the Rams are probably a little overrated going into this season. They're, they're going to hover around 500, and who knows? They probably just hope they sneak in like they did last year and get hot at the right time. Tyler Dunn, GoLongTD.com, NFL insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. A little bit closer to home, the NFC North Packers get shocked with that 17 unanswered uh, by the Giants. The Vikings easily could be a 1-4 team, but they're 4-1, leading the NFC North. Isn't this what we hear from Dan Campbell, Kevin O'Connell, you know, spending some time around both teams? and it's, it, can seem, it can almost seem kind of tired and cliche to hear coaches talk about winning those inches in the fourth quarter and you know having the perseverance and the ability to to just beat the man in front of you late in the game but you just hit it I mean the Vikings could be one and four the Lions could be four and one I mean the, it's crazy the margins in this game are, are unbelievably thin it feels it feels thinner than ever like the, the separation between the good teams and the bad teams isn't as wide as, as everybody thinks. Now, you know, the Lions have a, a lot to answer for after getting shellacked by the Patriots. But, but overall, uh, yeah, I, I guess you, get, you have to give the Lions credit. I mean, this is the kind of stuff Kevin O'Connell was talking about all offseason, all summer long. You know, they, they ridded themselves of the, the poison of Mike Zimmer, a guy that players hated playing for. Um, and in the meeting, he would just kind of undress everybody, embarrass young players. They were scared of their own shadow out there on the field. Um, believe me, you know, I've talked to them. They, they, they did not like playing for this guy, and they're not, they're not afraid to tell you. And, and before they play the game, you think, okay, enough already. Like, he's gone. The new guy's in. Let's, let's see it. But then you actually watch the games, and you can see the difference. I mean, they're winning close games that they would just find a way to lose with Mike Zimmer. Is a win in London over the Saints, like, are you going to start – Showering everybody with confetti? Probably not. Same with the win over Justin Fields and the Bears. But you collect wins this time of year. You don't care how you get them. Just get them because they, they've lived the other side when they started 1-4, and 1-5 and five with Zimmer and were constantly trying to claw their way out of that hole. So I, I think the Vikings are headed the right direction. They, you know, they have a few injuries. They're in trouble. Their depth isn't that great. But they've, they've got maybe the best non-quarterback in the game, and Justin Jefferson, at least on the offensive side of the ball, the defense is forcing turnovers at the right time. Um, they're they're going to be in the mix. I tell you what, I, I think they're in a better state of affairs right now than Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They've got a lot more questions to answer. How about the Lions? Speaking of questions to answer, even after getting shut out in New England yesterday, they still have scored the most points in the NFC and given up the most points, 140 scored and 170, still the highest scoring team uh, in the NFC uh, through five games after getting shut out yesterday in New England. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, it shows you, I mean, both extremes, right? Like when the getting's good on offense and they're rolling downhill and they get a man on a man and it's, 
Now, we're not talking about wide zone Shanahan McVay running the ball 40 times a game. We're talking old school, get north and south. Man, if they, if they can get healthy and get swift in there, there's, there's still hope. <laughs> I still believe that they, they, they've got a formula that other teams don't even think of, let alone try. Uh, but the defense is just so bad. It's like it's such a dichotomy. Like usually, you know, these old school teams that ran the ball like this had the support of a defense that was going to hit you in the mouth too, and the, the Lions just can't get stopped. So I, I don't know. I mean, there's no quick fix, obviously. They're, they're going to have to reset, that's a, reset in every way, coaches, players. I mean, really figure out who's even worth keeping on that side of the ball and work from there. But at, at least they can hang their hat on what you just noted there. They are scoring a lot of points, and, you know, Unless they're in Foxborough. Yeah, unless they're in this. I don't want to go back there right. anytime soon. Yeah, Belichick, and then you got Matt Patricia running the offense, uh, celebrating that win. Over in the AOC, how about the Jets? We mentioned the Giants at 4 and 1, the Jets at 3 and 2. Are they thinking about an all New York Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. That'd be something. I, I, I don't think we're going to be uh, having to schedule the hotels and the parties for an all New York Super Bowl yet, but. I think they're in good good spots, and the Jets. It's talking to uh, some players around the team into this season. Michael Carter II, the second, the the slot corner on the other side of the ball. He was making this point that even though they finished dead last in points allowed, yards allowed, I think since for the first time since 1975 as a franchise last year. I mean, their defense was Lions level bad last year, I and mean, he really insisted that there was changes happening with Robert Sala. The guys were fighting, guys were believing. He pointed at the Cincinnati win, the Titans win, and that if they could just get a few pieces like they did, Sauce Gardner's been the best rookie in football on that side of the ball. They they kept on loading up on the defensive line. They cycle eight, nine guys through there. that They could turn a corner, and they have. I mean, defensively, I guess that's that's the hope if you're a Lions fan. It it can get better on that side of the ball. I I get it. The Lions, the the Dolphins were down to their third-string quarterback, but Tyree Kill's proven it doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback. He's going to make plays, and and he was a non-event. I think he averaged like six yards of reception. They really bottled him up. Jalen Waddell, too. So, uh, yeah, I think that the Jets, are, are they ready to contend? Are they ready to challenge Buffalo in the AFC East? No, but... Hey, they'll, they'll, they'll just collect any wins they can this time of year because you usually don't see that in Jets country. And it's all going to come out of Zach Wilson. I, I don't know if Zach Wilson's any good. I feel like we know more about his uh, off-the-field exploits still than we do what he does as a quarterback. Um, but if, if he does pan out, a huge if, then the Jets, maybe they do make a little noise in a year or two. But right now, it's really hard to tell. They're protecting the quarterback, winning with defense. And, uh, hey, it's not a bad place to start. It's kind of, they're kind of where the Lions, I think, wanted to be, right? Competitive and, and finishing game. I look at Buffalo and Kansas City, and then it's the rest of the AOC. I know we'll get the Chiefs tonight against the Raiders, but they really look like they've separated. I know you don't want to count out Lamar Jackson and Baltimore, and everything's bunched up there uh, in the AOC North. But to me, uh, it's Kansas City and Buffalo, probably Buffalo one, Kansas City two. We might get those two teams in the AFC title game again. Totally agree. I mean, they're they're in a class of their own right now. There was a uh, a curb stomp in there of epic proportions against the Steelers. I mean, they when Mike Tomlin is is settling for field goal attempts, down twenty four to three, and then thirty one to three when when they can't even. 
stop Josh. They can't even get Josh Allen the third down, let alone get him off the field. They they broke the Steelers mentally, and it's not easy to break the Steelers. I mean, that's a proud team. They're a competitive team. They're, that there's a reason Mike Thomas never had a losing season, and they were embarrassed. I mean, that that was an embarrassing game if, if you're the Steelers, and they're they've got some hard questions to, to answer. And it just speaks to the Bills, like when they're when, when they're rolling, man. It, they're a front running bunch, and I mean that in a good way because they. They will dance all over your grave, and they will run up the score, and they will have a lot of fun doing it. I mean, Khalil Shakir, James Cook, he had rookies out there scoring touchdowns. They hadn't even really seen the field much at all. So I, I think they, yeah, the Bills have had this game circled on their calendar a long, long time. It was you know, one, one of the biggest meltdowns we, we've seen in the sport, those 13 seconds at Arrowhead last year. Um, the, to, to, the, the, from the touchback on special teams, the two defensive plays when you had players lined up, you know, 20, 25 yards off the ball, it made no sense. So we'll see if Sean McDermott learned his lesson because he's got the personnel, he's got the players to win a Super Bowl this year. Tyler Dunn, GoLongTD.com, one of our NFL insiders talking about another weekend in the National Football League. Tyler, good stuff. We'll talk soon. Sounds great. Hey, thanks so much for having me back on.